What's up, everybody? Jeff Morton here with another solo CSG podcast, and this one's going to be a little special today, because even though I am doing this solo today, um, you will be hearing at the end of this podcast um, about a seven-minute recollection of uh, Wilson Chandler by our friend and my co-host, Nate Timmons. So this will be the first time we've heard Nate in uh, quite some time. So all of you look forward to that. I will keep my thoughts as briefly as I can. Um, But before I get that going, I want to tell you about King Law Firm. Um, Great place, great uh, law firm. You know, in particular, if you want, uh, if you are in a situation where you need uh, assistance with Social Security, uh, particularly when you become disabled. Uh, Social Security disability is quite difficult to obtain. Uh, it is it is something where they definitely put you through a lot of hoops, uh, and a lot of times you will get denied first. Uh, I do have a family member who who is on Social Security disability, and it was quite a long process in order to, to for them to secure the actual disability. So you need someone in your corner, and you need someone who's going to fight for you, and King Law Firm will do that better than anyone in the state. Uh, they also do personal injury law and uh, much, much more. Contact them at www.kinglawfirmco.com. That is kinglawfirmco.com. Uh, ask for Kylan King and tell him Jeff Morton sent you. Well, um, after we the we wrapped up free agency and the Nuggets since the last podcast was recorded have not uh, done anything in free agency, and it's going to be hard because the Nuggets are as we discussed uh, having some luxury tax issues. Well, it's while the trade is not quote unquote official yet, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski did announce that the Nuggets had traded Wilson Chandler and a second round pick in exchange for second round pick and. Everyone's lovely uh, cash considerations, um, which is a running joke on Denver Stiffs. Uh, <laughs> so if you ever go on to Denver Stiffs, uh, talk about cash considerations, everyone will know what you're talking about. Um, but we'll, that'll end the longest lasting in one place piece of the Carmelo Anthony trade. Um, Wilson Chandler is, uh, and I've said this on Twitter uh, Probably one of the most, if not the most, fascinating uh, person that I have had the pleasure of covering. Um, Extremely thoughtful individual. Um, Nate and I have said this over and over and over again. Um, Wilson has a lot more going for him than just basketball. Uh, He's uh, very dedicated to his community. Uh, He grew up in in, uh, Michigan, and he was not in a... uh, place that was had a lot of advantages. It was a poor area. He's very, very dedicated to community uplift. Um, and he, he is into traveling. He is into things that far extend beyond just basketball. And he became someone who I spoke to quite regularly. Um, and in fact, I would say that I spoke to him more than I did any player on this Nuggets roster. Um, it be just because Wilson, I think, was largely largely 
not, I don't think people really understood Wilson. And a lot of that had to do with Wilson himself, because he, he didn't let a lot of people, quote, come in. He was very, very introspective, very inside his head. And it was really hard, and it is really hard, to, for people to get at, just penetrate that. And getting to that point with Wilson is actually very hard. I was lucky enough, and if you watch some of the videos I did interviewing Wilson, I uh, was lucky enough to where he felt comfortable enough for me to, with me to talk to me. Wilson was someone who it was very easy for us to talk about music, talk about things that weren't had, didn't necessarily have anything to do with basketball. Uh, I believe about five or six podcasts ago, I did do an interview with him that I put on CSG. Uh, you can go back and uh, take a look at that. Uh, and, and, you know, I will miss Wilson the person. Because I think the, the NBA needs more in-depth and fascinating people like that. It wasn't necessarily, it's not like Kyrie Irving kind of uh, flat earther kind of stuff, even though he kind of supported Kyrie in that kind of it wasn't necessarily that. It was Wilson thinks about things. He has a lot of thoughts about about just things in general that impact our society, which I think is great to have for a basketball player. He's he that is something that I will miss having in that Nuggets locker room. Um, having someone like that who. Uh, is is fascinating is is great to have and i will say that as i <laughs> as i stumble sorry about that um i will say that there's a story and this will kind of lead into uh nate timmons talking about his thoughts about wilson chandler the story of my basically my friendship with nate timmons is tied to us talking about the Carmelo Anthony trade. Now there is a there was a game I believe it was either early February of 2011 or maybe January. I think it was probably January. Um, we have to remember something. The New York Knicks were a actually a pretty fun team prior to the Carmelo Anthony trade. Uh, they had Ray Felton. They had Danilo Gallinari, they had Wilson Chandler, they had Amari Stoudemire, they had Landry Fields. It was a team that actually, and their head coach was Mike D'Antoni, and they, it was a team that actually was just fun to watch. Um, it, it was a well-constructed team that, that I think that there needed to be, um, there probably needed to be one more piece added, but what happened was when Carmelo Anthony was traded there, that entire team was gutted, and as we know, they came to Denver. There was a game in, I believe, I think it was late January. They were playing the Boston Celtics, and it was on ESPN. And Nate uh, Timmons and I were texting about the game because he liked Wilson Chandler a lot, and as we all know, I liked Danilo Gallinari. And he and I were discussing which pieces uh, that we would like to see come to Denver in a potential Carmelo Anthony trade, because at this point, everyone knew that it was inevitable that Melo will be dealt. Um, I think most of us were sure it would be go to the Knicks, but, you know, there was some holdouts who thought it would be 
the uh, then New Jersey Nets. And <laughs> it's funny how that moment just sticks in your head. And it, it, it when when the trade happens, Nate was very, very happy that Wilson was here, and I was happy that they got Gallo too. And uh, it was it was kind of sprung from this evening where he and I spent talking on the phone and watching this game. Uh, it was it was it was a fun time, and that's kind of where. Uh, I've known Nate for a long time by that point, but it was kind of where Nate and I just kind of formed our friendship. And I will always remember that and how we kind of broke down with Danilo Gallinari and Wilson Chandler. And I think that going forward, having them here, Nate, me, you know, all the other people uh, who have been able to cover this team in the uh, a, a nearly seven years later, have or excuse me, nearly eight years later, uh, have been able to look at this and say, you know, the Nuggets, I think, got the better of that deal. Wilson was here for a long time. He gave the Nuggets, he gave the Nuggets something that they didn't have before, um, and it eventually led to that great fifty-seven win season, which was basically the culmination of the Carmelo Anthony trade. Wilson played a huge part that year. He played an enormous part in the 2012-2013 season as the guy comes in off the bench. Um, he had he and Gallo together were a dynamic duo that I think we will look back on and say, if it wasn't for injury, what could have happened? Because there was, I don't think there were many people, if any, in the league that had a one-two punch like the Nuggets did at the small forward position. You contrast that with now, where the Nuggets are probably likely <laughs> likely going to be playing Will Barton at that position, and you think, well, I kind of miss those days. You know, as good as Will Barton will probably be offensively at that position, the Nuggets kind of had the market cornered. They kind of picked up for each other. They were both injury-prone, but they were never injured at the same time. So it was kind of like they had a symbiotic relationship. And seeing Wilson Chandler leave this team is going to be kind of hard because he really has been a huge part of the Denver Nuggets for so long. Uh, It's going to be, it's an adjustment because there's no more pieces left from the time George Carl was here. There's no pieces left from when Masai Ujiri was here. The era truly, truly is over of that period in time. Wilson was the last holdout. And you know what? What I would like to say, you know, Wilson will never hear this, but Wilson, it was a pleasure covering you. I love talking to you. I uh, wish you best of luck in your new location. Um, I think you will thrive in Philly, and it will be a good place for you to be on a, on a team that is on the rise. You'll get to go to the playoffs again. You'll do all that. I think this trade really will end up benefiting Wilson as much as it does the Nuggets, who are benefiting from salary relief at this point, and basically clearing the way for Michael Porter Jr. So, anyway, thank you all for joining me. Uh, Next up is the recollections of Nate Timmons. 
Uh, thank you all for joining me, uh, and enjoy the thoughts of Nate. So long. What's up, everybody out there entangled in the interwebs? Nate Timmons here, checking in to talk to you guys a little bit about Wilson Chandler. Uh, so my routine, now that I uh, work basically insane hours all the time, uh, my routine during NBA free agency is to, at the end of the day, log on to Twitter, try to go immediately to either Woj's tweets or to Shams's tweets and see what has happened during the day. Uh, last night I get home, open up the old Twitter machine, dial in Shams, and I see immediately that the Nuggets have indeed traded my dude, Wilson Chandler, to the Philadelphia 76ers. You know, a lot of people uh, just looking at comments on Twitter and basically just comments on Twitter <laughs> for the last few years have just been down on Wilson Chandler, focusing on the negative with Wilson Chandler. Uh, the story since he arrived in Denver has been, you know, from the fan perspective, he doesn't care about Denver. He doesn't seem to want to be here. Uh, he doesn't try hard, whatever the case. Uh, I just never found any of that to be very true in my dealings with Wilson Chandler. Um, when he came to the Nuggets from New York, uh, shortly after he got here, I think during before he even got to Denver, uh, I received an email just from a, a local New Yorker telling me that they had put on a charity event for a girl that was going through cancer treatment, and the charity event was at a barber shop where people were shaving heads to raise money to help this girl. Uh, Wilson Chandler, along with another player from the Knicks, had been you know these guys reached out to Chandler and asked him if he would participate in this event. Uh, he did show up and, and did help cut people's hair during the day, uh, hung out, took pictures with a bunch of people. And that sense of community just kind of drew me to him of, hey, this guy doesn't have to be doing this on his day off. It wasn't a team-sponsored event. It wasn't anything that you know the PR set up for him to go do. It was just something he went and did. And that just kind of told me that you know maybe this guy was a little bit of a different kind of player, a different kind of person. And, you know, I mean, it's just people. People like to do things to help out other people. And it was it was cool. So, you know, after he got here, that kind of drew me to him. I liked his play on the court. And then after I had received credentials with the Nuggets and, and was in that locker room, the guy that I really the, the guys I really formed relationships with were Wilson Chandler. Jordan Hamilton was one of my guys. Uh, Quincy Miller, Avon Fournier. But really Chandler. I mean, and, and Chandler just kind of allowed me to be creative as a, as a journalist. I mean, he let me do this story about him and his tattoos where I'd asked him to pick out like five tattoos. I photoed those tattoos and then had him explain to me why he got them. And the one that always sticks out to me is his easy E tattoo on his chest where, you know, you would think, what does this tattoo mean? He likes easy E, but to Chandler, it was his uncle. You know, he grew up, uh, with his grandparents and some of his aunts and uncles, you know, were constantly around. And he had a uncle that used to like to listen to Easy E. And Chandler would sneak into his room, listen to Easy E, put on the gloves with the holes in the knuckles. You know, kind of <laughs> he was wanting to be his uncle, and it was something that connected him. So that tattoo to him almost represented more. It just represented family, and. and you know, for those of us that got to know Wilson Chandler, you can tell that family was important to him. Uh, people that are, you know, have his back are important to him. But he also seems to run in a in a pretty small circle. 
a reflective guy. And when he came to Denver, he was he was a kid, you know, he was this, he's a young guy. And during his time here, you know, we, we see him now, he's a father. If you follow him on social media, you'll you'll see glimpses of his kids. He he does seem to kind of keep that private, but you can tell that he enjoys being a dad. Uh, and you, you could tell that he did, you know, in, enjoy his time here in Denver as well. Uh, the players love to kind of give him a hard time about how quiet he is, about how much he doesn't celebrate. And, you know, in a NBA world where guys make one shot and they're stirring the pot, getting the crowd going, you know, it's like the NFL. A guy makes one tackle and he's celebrating like he won the Super Bowl. There's still players out there like Wilson Chandler that are, are very businesslike. And perhaps that comes from not wanting to draw attention to themselves, not wanting to be a boisterous type player, but just wanting to maybe slide under the radar and get your job done um, in the best way possible. But again, you know, along with my creativity, I remember asking Chandler one time in the locker room, you know, if he, if he wanted to do a podcast. And this was going to be my first time doing a podcast with a player. I was nervous. Um, I remember setting up the podcast equipment. It was the first time I set it up by myself and I, I screwed up the sound. I couldn't get the sound to work. And, you know, the Nuggets PR, Tim Gelt had told me, you know, Wilson will be down in just a couple minutes and I'm freaking out because I don't, can't get this thing set up properly. I called my dude, Ross Martin, uh, another CSG host, our original CSG host. Uh, Ross talks me through it. We get it working just before Chandler comes down to do this podcast. Uh, it put me a little bit at ease, but then, I got nervous again because part of my podcast, I wanted to do something different with this player that was willing to, you know, do something different as well. Podcasts weren't really a thing at this point in time. Um, so I decided to play a game at the end of it. You know, we go through, we talk about his life, his family, everything, and I wanted to have a little fun. So I decided to take, I can't remember how many, you can look this up. It's an old CSG podcast, but I think I ended up trying to rap or sing to him like five different songs where I would sing it and make him guess the artist. I believe he got four out of five correct. Uh, it was pretty remarkable because I'm terrible at this and it was embarrassing and it was hard to do, but he was really into it. He had a lot of fun with it. I had a lot of fun doing it. I kind of put myself out there. He had put himself out there to come and do this crazy thing and and he enjoyed it, I think. <laughs> it seemed like he did. I enjoyed it. It was a good time, but... You know, there's just there's relationships we form with people, and Wilson Chandler was a guy that I really had formed a relationship with from a professional standpoint of, you know, being a reporter and him being a player. But it was just it was a it was a special relationship in my eyes. I'll always appreciate his time in Denver. I wish him nothing but the best. I know he'll be a success in whatever he does because he's just a successful person. You know, whether he's playing basketball focusing on his diet, focusing on business, focusing on his kids. Uh, I just really enjoyed my time in Denver with Wilson Chandler, and I wish him nothing but the best with the Philadelphia 76ers. Nate Timmons, signing out. Wilson Chandler, thank you, sir. You are amazing.